Happy Friday the 13th, everybody. This is Ian Hand. And I'm Danny. Welcome to the Iron Den. Woo! Friday yeah. the 13th. It was weird. I didn't even re- realize that it was Friday the 13th until you brought it up. Yeah, I, I get paid every Friday, so I got paid last <laughs> week, and I'm like, I do always go by 7. I'm like, oh, wait, Friday the 13th. Always in October. I've realized the last couple Friday the 13th have always been in October. Yeah, for well, for the past couple Fridays, we've been talking about, you know, Marvel and DC and who's better and whatnot for the shows and Netflix and whatnot. It's probably getting tiresome. When it comes to comparing them, yes. yes. But we're going to compare them one more time, but in a different format. Not really. Not really. I, I wouldn't be able to. We're going to talk about video games, superheroes and video games today, folks. So superheroes, the latest uh, superhero video games that are out are Marvel versus Capcom Infinite and Injustice 2. And, you know, I'll let you take away on those. Well, for starters, I want to talk about Injustice 2 a little bit more since it not only came out first, but it's also the one I like of the two because I wanted to get, you know, a little like happy first before I completely tear Infinite a new one because it deserves to be torn all the new ones. So Injustice 2 came out in May of uh, this year, May 11th to be exact. It was developed by NetherRealm Studios who are very famous for the Mortal Kombat series. Exactly. They've been around since the mid to late, probably like early 90s, right, with the first Mortal Kombat? Yeah, mid to late 90s, and then they've been popular ever since then. They're the reason that the video game rating system is actually a thing. They oh, cre- yeah. They, they created it. I remember it. that. You're They're right. The reason. You're there right. Was, there was no such thing as, like, what is what, and then, like, Mortal Kombat came around. Like, we need to rate these games. Right. So That's because that fighting game was so brutal. Yeah, I mean, it, it still kind of is. like it's still, Oh, it's, it's very it, gruesome. It, with technology and the Unreal Engine and NetherRealm Studios, they're just able to up the ante on their gruesomeness and their gore. Gets, so I mean, like, sometimes in, when I played Mortal Kombat 10, I just had to, like, I couldn't even look at it. I had to look away from the screen when I did some of these fatalities. Like, some of those were just bad. I... I I, it's been a while since I've I'm not a big NetherRealm fan studio fighting game. I was when I was younger, so like for the PlayStation 2, you know, Mortal Kombat, Deadly Alliance, Deception, and then what killed it for me was Armageddon. Armageddon was awful. That killed it for a lot of people yeah. from what I heard. So uh, Armageddon was god awful. Then after that, I was like, all right, NetherRealm, never again. No more. I'm good. So but, I was always kind of the opposite. I never liked them when I was a kid, but I started liking them now. Mm-hmm. I think it was just because uh, X played really well. Like it was still kind of like that stiff gameplay that some people don't like, mm-hmm. but it was ten times more fluid than any other Mortal Kombat games in the past. So it was right. kind of like this is kind of new to me. Like the new engine and stuff. It started for X, and I'm like, this is amazing. Okay, and I liked it a lot, and I was actually good at it, which was a big thing for me because I'm terrible at those games. But as soon as I I picked up X, and then within like two or three matches, I was like flawlessly victorying my friend who had this game for like months so how would injustice 2 fare against mortal kombat x it's better okay it's better it plays even better than x because i can go back to x and i'm like this is a lot stiffer than injustice 2 like injustice 2 is a lot more fluid and basically if you're not really familiar with fighting games basically if you press a button and it actually works and you can press multiple buttons like if you're not good at any you just press square like three times You'll be well rewarded a lot more with NetherRealm games if you just keep mashing that same button a couple times. It's mash. What gamers would like to call mash friendly. If you're just putting in buttons on the on the controller and you don't know what to do. Yeah, they're absolutely more like they're more like entry level friendly. Mm. Games like Capcom, if you don't know anything like the lights, the mediums, and the heavy of each button, like right. a kick and a punch, you're just kind of flailing your arms a little bit, and it looks kind of silly. 
And that's just how the old Cap, and that's still how Capcom just operates, and they do a good job at that. But we'll get to that in a little mm-hmm. bit. SNK, Arc Systems, Neo Geo, you know, the list goes kinda, on and on. Yeah, yeah. Nether Realm's kind of like very separate from that kind of thing. So if you mash Square or you mash a certain button, I'm talking like squares and stuff because I have a PlayStation. I only use the, my PlayStation. I have a PlayStation as well, so. Like, for the Xbox guys, you'll press X, the blue one, whatever that one is, the blue color uh, a couple times. And X, A, B, Y, I still remember. R, B, L, B, left trigger, I mean, right trigger. I have an Xbox 360 in my house. I haven't turned on in, like, almost a year now since I got my <laughs> PlayStation, so it's like I forgot what the colors were for that one. And it's like when I was like when I was a kid and I had an Xbox and I wanted people to play on the PlayStation, I'm like, mash X. I'm like, why are you mashing that? Like, But I'm like, oh, because X is uh-huh. square and X is A, and it's like, mm-hmm. that's weird. Yep, but anyway, so anyway, I for Injustice Two, it's a lot better than X. So if you wanted to play a game that's a really friendly to new players, I recommend picking up Injustice Two, especially since if you like DC characters, which who doesn't? You got your Batman, you got your Superman, and it's a lot better than the last Injustice game, which came out in 2011. I enjoyed that game until it got repetitive and boring over and over and over and over again. That was my problem with Mortal Kombat 9 for the Xbox 360. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, the, I mean, they, they were fun for a few minutes, but, I mean, we talked about this earlier. I mean, Injustice 1 didn't age well. It looks really bad because, yeah. like, you look at this other superhero game that came out in the same year, 2011. That mm-hmm. was Arkham City. Yeah. Arkham City looks amazing for 2011. Like the like I got the reconditioned version that just came out last year. Right. And they just improved upon the graphics only a tad. But I mean I look at the old version and it still looks really good. And that's like a six year old game. Okay. And Injustice Two, like and Injustice One, I'm sorry. As soon as that game like reached a year or two, I'm like, man, this game looks bad. Like it looks like two thousand seven bad. Like it was like sure, two thousand seven was good if for two thousand seven, but not anymore, so yeah, Injustice One in an age well. The roster was really heavy on Batman characters, which this one kind of is, but I don't know. It's just not as bad as the first game. The roster for DLC was also kind of weird. It had more Batman characters, and then randomly Scorpion, who was not good in that game at all. Like I played him, I'm like, how do you even play as Scorpion? How how can you mess up your your main character in Another Realm? Like I just got mad at that game. I just completely threw it to the side. So when Injustice 2 came out, I was immediately skeptical, but it looked better. The roster was already like, oh, this is cool. And then I think I got kind of on board when they had released Deadshot. Right. Like, whenever he came out, I'm like, oh, I like Deadshot a lot. Like, I always preferred him over Deathstroke mm-hmm. because to him, he was always Slade in the Teen Titans TV show. Right. So I was like, when he was in the game, and I he was like, he was basically Zoner the character. So he just shot you with projectile after projectile. Mm-hmm. People hated him. And then when Deadshot came out, he's essentially the same thing. But I don't know. I like Deadshot because I got the whole because just the overall motif of the wrist launchers and stuff. It's always so cool. And then you know more characters came out that were interesting, like Bane, then Scarecrow. There's 38 characters on this roster. And that's not even including the DLC or the downloadable characters. Oh, for Injustice 2 right now? Right. Yeah, it's a big roster. A lot of nice new returning characters. Um, the, the DLC characters, which are an extra nine. Mm-hmm. Ten if you include the pre-order bonus for Darkseid. So if that's you... 40 characters. So far, yeah. <laughs> and who's, And they might have another plan for another nine. Who knows? Because this game is doing really well. 
it plays well. The the character, the graphics look really good. Like this game is like so good to look at, especially with some of the more like creepy looking characters. Like if you ever seen how Swamp Thing looks in game, he looks beautiful. I don't like Swamp Thing. Oh, they have uh, characters for different skins. So for those of you who are listening who don't know, skins on a fighting game character just mean a different color, a different costume, yeah, like, quite literally a different skin. So if you get different skins, or if you get different skins for different characters in this video game, you can actually play as Bizarro as a skin for Superman. Yeah. For Green Lantern, you can play actually as uh, John Stewart's Green Lantern, who's the African American Green Lantern, which is awesome. He's personally my 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 personal favorite Green Lantern. It's pretty cool. He's up there for me. He's like number two. Mine's actually Alan Scott, the Golden okay. Age one with that big opera cape. That is, he's he's a really I, really cool looking I Green like, Lantern. I like how he like Batman with a power ring. Um, you also get. Mr. Freeze for Captain Cold. And just recently, when Raiden came out, the other Mortal Kombat uh, DLC character, you got Black Lightning, who they're really pushing recently. They're getting a Black Lightning TV show on CW. Mm -hmm. And now he's coming out as a premiere skin. It's like, wow, they're really pushing this guy. Like, I'm not mad, but I just kind of realized they're really pushing Black Lightning lately. He's he's... one of two characters who can control or manipulate electricity. The other one is Static Shock. Yeah, people were, like, really bummed that he's not in it. Like, I understand because I like Static, but, like... Everybody loves Static. Remember Black the Light- show growing up? Yeah, I mean, but, like, Black Lightning's cool, too. It's, like, oh, yeah. it's the grown-up kind of Static talking away. Right. So, this game received, was received really well. I think nobody... Which I don't is think, always good. Yeah, it's always good. Like, the average score is, like, 9s out of 10s, 8s out of 10s. Like, this is this game is not received poorly. The thing that I wanted to also mention that is really unique about this game they introduced gear like what you said about the premiere skins about actually changing the appearance what they also have is like you can actually customize characters like you can have batman look like anything you make him look like batman beyond you can make him oh look... that's cool terry mcginnis is batman or... yeah you can have like individual pieces though like you can actually do things it also alters gameplay it alters stats so they can be stronger really? yeah like so i have i usually go for strength and like defense with my characters okay so like I have my Bizarro. I don't play Superman. Who cares about Superman when you got Bizarro? <laughs> Seriously, when that, when that I came agree. out, I agree. I like Bizarro myself. I, I personally like Supergirl. I, I I think I like Supergirl and Superboy. I think Supergirl is far physically superior than Superman and Superboy. There's that conflict of who am I? But you know, I that's neither. Like, I always liked how he just wore the black shirt and the jeans. Like, yeah, just straight up like it's eh. like. Hobo the superhero, like, <laughs> bargain bin outfit. Like, I always liked it. But I liked Bizarro because he has, like, the ice vision and fire breath. It's, mm-hmm. like, reversed. And they put that in for the skin. Like, Superman has heat vision, but, like, when Bizarro shoots his eyes, it's, it's blue. ice. Yeah, That's it's cool. so cool. And, like, in, like, instead of being frozen in state, like, how, if, like, he uses his ice breath, mm-hmm. he uses, like, the fire breath, but it's, like, they're kind of, like, still paralyzed because they're on fire, but they're still right. frozen. So it's, like, they're still, they're not really changing the character. They're just changing the appearance. And I think that's amazing. It's really cool attention to detail. They're kind of flip-flopping the techniques yeah. a little bit. That's cool. But also, like, the thing about the DL, the, the, the gear pieces, the individual pieces that actually change stats, I can make Bizarro basically, like, have so much defense like okay a super move does like this much health to him like man even like 10 percent of his health bar is gone and right. bane because his trait is like he also has traits that like their own specific power he has venom and he gets stronger like per layer of venom and i already have him like at like four thousand strength 
I can punch you once and like half your health bar is gone in one punch. It's scary. It's crazy. Like obviously they don't do it for online or for tournaments, but like the fact that my friends are like, if everything's broken, nothing's broken. Because like, right. if I have super, if I have bizarro, like on like three, on like four thousand defense and four thousand punch, it's like a normal punch. But it's like everyone's just so beefed up and powerful in my account. But the characters I play, obviously, if if my friends are like, what about Aquaman? Like, I don't play Aquaman, man. Like, I know he's really good in this game, but, like, I don't care about Aquaman. I play as Scarecrow, Bane, Red Hood, Sub-Zero, and, like, that's pretty much it. I mean, Deadshot, too. I completely ignored my main, main character. So, needless to say, NetherRealms and WB have done justice to Injustice, would you agree? Oh, they've done a great job, and I haven't even scratched the surface, specifically the DLC that they've done. Right. You can pay about $90 for the Deluxe Edition, and that's a pretty penny. Yeah, but what you got, especially, was you got Darkseid. Any version, you get Darkseid, and he's really cool. Not my personal playstyle, but he was really fun, DLC character. But then you also had access to another nine another nine characters uh, for the next uh, for the fire pack so they have fire pack one two and three and they also include the skins like the reverse flash one you mentioned and the John Stewart that also came with the game when I downloaded it on day one then you also had access to the other nine DLC characters which they actually released within like a month of the game like the uh, like the identities of the characters and then they had live streams and released each character like one month at a time which is kind of like showing off the Capcom with Street Fighter Five because they released the characters like really soon, and it's like it took them like almost a year to release all six characters. Yeah, let's not talk about Street Fighter Five. <laughs> I mean, I still like Street Fighter Five a lot. It's not my favorite Street Fighter, but it's still, it's kind of like the main one right now, and Birdie's in it. And I'm, I'm gonna def- I'll defend Street Fighter Five more than I'll defend Suicide Squad. Let's put it that way. I can't be convinced enough to like Street Fighter Five. My my my, my money went towards King of Fighters fourteen. My money did not go to King Fighters 14. <laughs> I don't know. I wanted to, but I wanted to like that game, but I like Street Fighter more. Let's just leave it at that. But the first Spider pack that came out was Red Hood, the vigilante for uh, the second Robin who became murdered by Joker and then came back as a ruthless vigilante with guns. Starfire from the Teen Titans. And Sub-Zero from Mortal Kombat, like the other poster boy for Mortal Kombat, if you ask me. And those characters are all fun. Red Hood's been my favorite. He's got a really unique kind of like gun tonic gameplay. He's got knives. He's got guns. He's got tasers on the ends of his guns. So it's like he can hit you with like little static. He basically boxes with his guns. It's kind of fun. That's cool looking. Yeah, he's really cool. Like I like his like I like how I can make him look like basically how he looks in default. But I also made him look like how he appears in the Arkham series, if you know how that looks. I actually made him look really close to that obviously you can't do it exactly because there's some copyright issues obviously but who cares starfire is kind of my least favorite of the first fighter pack she was really fun but she's really more for like if you really want to learn the game and you know nothing about these kind of games starfire is that character you pick up she's strong she's fast she's got a lot of cool moves but at the same time it's like she's not really like that hard to learn she's really easy and i'm not a guy who likes those easy characters i mean i prefer the characters that are like they're grapplers you gotta get in close and you're gonna take a lot more damage before you can actually dish it out yourself like i play as bane and he's basically a big lumbering dude like right you, you see him and it's like but when he gets in he gets in kind mm-hmm. of thing well 
talked about injustice quite a bit, so let's move on oh, to. Oh, I'm not done yet. <laughs> I, we're gonna tear it apart. We've only been talking about like 15 minutes. That's not that much. I'm just saying, like for bang for your buck, the characters are really good. Sub Zero is great, and then Black Manta. If you want to pick up Black Manta from Aquaman lore, okay, he's okay. Not he's the worst DLC character. Raiden, the third poster boy for Mortal Kombat. He himself was pretty fun. I don't like Raiden char- Raiden's character, but I like his gameplay. So they also gave him the Black Lightning skin, as we mentioned. So basically, in my own eyes, with quotations, Black Lightning was announced. And Hellboy from Dark Horse got released, but he's not released yet. He might come out sometime in November. And Adam was just recently announced. So Fighter Pack 3 is slowly getting announced. So probably by the end of the year, we'll have at least all nine characters out. Okay. So personally, sorry to talk about it in a little bit more. I just, I'm not ready to rip on Infinite right now. But I will be in like a couple more minutes. So honestly, Injustice 2 is great. Perfect thing for DC. DC needs a little bit more of an ego boost because they're doing great with their Arrowverse, even if I don't like it and you don't really like it that much, right? I cannot be convinced to watch another another season. I understand. I mean, I'm kind of in that way. I'm trying with The Flash. That's the only one I'm going to try. I got through the first two seasons of uh, Arrow, and then I got halfway through the third season. I, I couldn't watch it anymore. I know how you feel. Like, I, I'm, I'm trying with Flash, but that's the only one I'm trying with. Everything else is like... My hope was to... Uh, I know we're getting off topic, but my hope was to watch the uh, Arrow series and then jump onto Flash because I really wanted to see... Uh, Legends of Tomorrow because I love Hawkgirl. I really like Hawkgirl. She's really good in that and show. And she and she was in Legends of Tomorrow. And I just I I I'd feel like if I were to just to jump onto Legends of DC Legends of Tomorrow, it would just be kind of kind of I don't know. Oh no! Don't 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 take that back. I I watched like not even the first season of Arrow, and I jumped to Flash. I got halfway through the second season of Flash, jumped to Legends of Tomorrow. Never gave Supergirl a shot. I don't like Supergirl. I, 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 I haven't watched. You... I haven't even watched Supergirl. Oh, reading Supergirl, watching. Uh, uh, no, 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 nope. I'll she's pass. Not, she, she's not. She's not my character. I'll pass. Like how Superman's not for everybody. Supergirl's not for me. Yeah. Bizarro's. I like. I kind of like stupid Superman. Like that's what Bizarro <laughs> really is. All the more reason to read Red Hood and the Outlaws. Uh, the Rebirth. I uh-huh. just got the second volume this week, and it's great. So. I'm talking about DC. DC's been doing great. Critically great video game. And now let's talk about the Marvel's uh, fighting game that just came out. Marvel yeah, versus so Marvel vs. Capcom. Capcom Infinite. This game just came out three weeks ago. It's only got 30 characters on it, and some of these characters aren't even that impressive. I'm a long-time 2D fighting game fan. I used to go to Mexico and play... Uh, we, we, I would ask my cousin, you know, let's go play the machines. Let's go... Vamos jugar la máquina. Let's go play with the machines. So... Uh, we'd go play Street Fighter and King of Fighters and Fatal Fury and Final Fight and, you know, just all these infinite amounts of games. And Marvel vs. Capcom was one of them. Um, but Marvel vs. Capcom's been out for a very long time, since the 90s, and they've gone through three of them. The third one came out for the Xbox 360. It was called, you know, Fate of Two Worlds. And this fourth one is just called Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. And... It came out in a little bit of the lore of, you know, Tekken 7 and Injustice 2 and, you know, with Guilty Gear Revelator, uh, Guilty Gear, uh, Revelator 2, if you're a big fan. Um, 
So, you know, the gameplay is very fast. It's a lot faster than, you know, you know the Realm Studios uh, type of video games um, where you could actually utilize uh, your supers and then you have uh, ultimate supers, which you can cancel into. Um, but this game, along with Street Fighter V, in my opinion, from Capcom, lacks so much depth. It lacks so much depth. And the problem with this video game is, is that the, the, these characters, these 30 characters, are returning characters. There's nothing new about them. They all look the same. And to be to be quite honest with you, the character design of these characters is awful. It's atrocious. It it's looks like something. Definitely a downgrade. It looks like something that came on uh, out for the PlayStation One on a cover. <laughs> it looks like the design of a cover for the PlayStation One. Like these these characters look horrible. So let's look at, let's look at the Marvel roster. So you have Black Panther, and Black Panther's he's got his movie coming out. So. They have to put him in that video but game. But he's, he's DLC. Like, yeah, he's let's, DLC. Let's talk about the non-DLC characters he, wait, first. Wait, and then... wait. <laughs> and then um, Black Widow. You know, Black Widow. You know, is another DLC character. But again, she's very popular. Scarlett Johansson. I get it. You know, whatever. Captain America. Captain America is the poster boy of Marvel Comics, along with Spider-Man and the X-Men. And you can't deny, you know, that Captain America can't be in this game. Captain Marvel. So Captain Marvel's new to the Marvel vs. Capcom series. Yeah, she's brand new. She is brand new. Uh, Doctor Strange. Um, he ha he isn't. He, he returned. He, he's he, Ultimate Marvel. Yes, three. yes. Um, he was um, DLC, and then he was Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom three. Uh, Dormammu was in Marvel vs. Capcom three. Yeah, the original version. Yeah. Gamora's new. Ghost Rider was in Marvel vs. Capcom three. Ultimate. He yes, was, he yes, he was. DLC. As was Hawkeye. Mm -hmm. Hulk's been in every single Marvel versus Capcom to date. Yes. Whether he's green or gray, he's Hulk, no matter what. Um, Iron Man was in most of them, not all of them. Actually, War in the Machine very started. yes, actually in the very that first Marvel versus character. Capcom, War Machine started out. My team um, in uh, Marvel versus Capcom one. I just recently played it in an arcade. It came out in uh, my old arcade, like a bar arcade. And I just played the first one for the first time ever. I started with two, actually. My team was with Venom and War Machine. And I'm like, I can't have anyone else now. So Iron Man's, <laughs> Iron Man's in it. Nova Nova was in Mar Ultimate Marvel yes. vs. Capcom 3. Uh, Rocket Raccoon was in Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3. He's very popular with the kids and whatnot. And yeah. he's, very, he's another poster person for Marvel. Uh, Spider-Man, who's been in all of them. Thanos, who was been in the off shots for Capcom, so you know, uh, X Men, X Men versus, uh, yeah, Marvel versus Capcom too. He was bad so, in that though. X Men versus Street Fighter, you know, or that was actually Apocalypse. I'm sorry, and yeah. uh, Marvel superheroes and Marvel superheroes versus Street Fighter. Um, let's see, Thor, of course, you know, you have to have Thor, but he wasn't in all of them. He, I think, he recently it, was just. It in, was the first version. Yes. of Yes. Yep, and uh, Venom, who's been in all of them. Ultron, this is his first time being... He wasn't in 3. Venom was not in 3. They kicked him out of 3, right. which made me sad. Well, you're a Venom fan, so... I am the Venom fan. Um, and then Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier's new. Mm -hmm. And the intriguing thing about this is that all the Marvel characters look great. <laughs> all the Marvel characters look outstanding. But then when I jump over to the, to the Capcom characters, Arthur... Arthur's an old character. He used to be an assist character. You guys are wondering, what is an assist character? In a fighting game, an assist character is someone where you push a button and they come out and do an attack and they help you for a second and then they leave. 
That's an assist character. <laughs> they literally assist you. So Arthur from the Ghosts and Ghouls arcade game, if you remember that. You remember that, Ian? I played it recently at the arcade game. Oh, my God, has had a bad, bad game. It's a side-scroller. It's a basically a side-scroller Mario Mega Man-type video game where you're just in a, uh, you're a knight in terribly. armor. Yeah, you're a knight in armor, and you literally go out and fight monsters. Uh, Chris Redfield from the Resident Evil series, Chun-Li from Street Fighter, Dante from Devil May Cry, Firebrand, who's actually a villain character who act, no one knows who he is. He's from Ghosts and Goblins. He's one of the kind of like sub-bosses. Yeah, he's a sub-boss. A sub-boss. A sub-boss. He's a popular sub-boss. A sub-boss. No, he's not. Frank West from Dead Rising. You remember Dead Rising for the Xbox 360? The zombie game? That I was love actually, Frank West. It was actually a lot of fun. Uh... Jetta Doma from the Darkstalker series, uh, Mark Hager from, yeah, I'm sorry, Mike Hager, excuse me, from my Muscle favorite from Muscle Bomber and Final here. Fight, and uh, uh, was it? It's Slam Muscle, Masters. Muscle Bomber and Final Fight. That was Slam Masters. Oh shit. Morgan Einsland from again from Darkstalkers. And then they have a Monster Hunter character, and this Monster Hunter character is just monster. If you've ever, if you've ever played Monster Hunter, you just create a character. But I guess this is a generalized, popular create creation of this character. There's a new game coming out in Japan. They wanted to cross promote it, right? Because it's big in Japan. I oh, Monster Hunter's huge. I have a cousin who put at least 850 hours into Monster Hunter. I'm not that. And that's a handheld. That's a handheld. Uh, it's not a console uh, series yet. They tried it for the PlayStation Two and it failed because because they used the the combat system for the joystick, the joystick combat system, and that was not so good. Yeah. But so Monster Hunter World's coming out sometime next year, right? Which looks good. That 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 game actually looks pretty good. But uh, Nemesis from Resident Evil Nemesis. Nathan Spencer from the uh, Bionic Commando series, if you care the, the, <laughs> enough. The relaunch? I like the, the original. relaunch. I like how in Ultimate Marvel they gave him the scene of, his, of the original mm-hmm. Bionic Commando, which is the superior version, honestly. And then, of course, Ryu from Street Fighter, Sigma from the Mega Man X series, yeah, so which is my favorite X series, or Mega Man series, rather. It's, Strider- my, it's my favorite Capcom villain is Sigma. Yeah, he is pretty cool. I would have to agree. Strider Hiryu. Um, from his own video game. I believe it's called Strider. Yep. Yep. And uh, then there's X, who's basically Mega Man from the Mega Man X series, and his partner Zero. Zero was in the last one. Uh, X has been in almost... I'm sorry, Mega Man has been in almost all of them. Not three. X has not. And they replaced him with Zero. They replaced him with Zero. And then they brought in X because I think, personally, I think people like X way more than the original Mega Man. Oh, X is superior to Mega Man by far. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I'm surprised it took them that long to put X in. So, I mean, I, want, I do want to break down this roster. I don't even want to... I, let's even include the DLC, because without the DLC, I mean, this character roster is weak. <laughs> Those six characters make this roster Yeah, great. The, yeah. the trailer without, for I mean, the brand new characters, yes. that they come out on October 17th, which is four days from now. And here's the thing. Um... Here's the big difference between 2D uh, fighting games from, you know, Capcom or Neo Geo or SNK or Arc System Works and NetherRealm Studios and WB. The pacing. So the ga- the gameplay for NetherRealm Studios is a little bit clunkier. It's slower. Um, it takes time to get used to, as does, you know, Capcom and SNK's type of video games. 
but those games are much more fast-paced, and I love fast-paced fighting games like Tekken 7 and, you know, where you get to juggle people <laughs> all the time. I love canceling specials and super specials and whatnot. Um, I just love the secrets and the perseverance that you have to go through on this type of 2D fighting game because these games were never easy. No. They were never easy. So you always had to, you know, apply a certain skill and timing to this, which is what I liked about these video games. So Me too. They took that away from Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite <laughs> and added it <laughs> in NetherRealm Studios. <laughs> it's like they kind of just flip-flopped their roles. So basically, in Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, let's say if you're pulling off a 15 or 20, you know, hit combination, which is pretty high, the video game will actually cancel it on you, physically cancel that combination on you while you're in mid-combination. So they wanted this game to be a little bit more beginner-friendly. I appreciate that. A hardcore gamer fan would very much not like that <laughs> at all. <laughs> for someone like myself. Play the, I'm for, but oh. for someone who's a, you know, a hardcore gamers, I mean... You got to put the time in. You got to play around with it. You got to take your licks. You got to take your losses. You got to find your character. You got to practice with that character. Um, you know, and, and that's just with anything. That's just like riding a bike. The more you do it, the more you get used to it. So, I want to say, like, for someone who hasn't played Marvel vs. Capcom in a very long time, like, I just recently re downloaded uh, Ultimate 3 because they released it for uh, PlayStation. So they did, like, backwards compatibility for it. That's cool. And it plays really good. Like, I was really, like, at a loss for it. I'm like, man, I used to be so good at this game. And I'm like, I was so rusty. So when they, when the Infinite um, demo came out, and it was basically, like, the easy combo was locked on, and it basically gave you an automatic easy combo if you just mashed square, which I didn't appreciate, but I'm like, at the same time, it's like, it kind of helped me, like, actually learn how to do it again when I went back to 3. For those of you who have no idea what we're talking about, so... For Marvel versus Capcom in the 90s, the very first one, when you would go to the character select menu and you would pick your character or, or characters, there would be a sub-menu off to the side, and it would ask you the speed of which you wanted the game to be played in, and the other one was the uh, button mechanic. So Normal the, and simple. Yeah, normal and simple. So normal is you actually put in the commands, you know, no problem. You could actually do it, um, you know, you quarter circle with your joystick and then a punch and then he does a hadouken you know yep um so in in a simplified game mechanic all you have to do is hit a button maybe once or twice and he does something awesome which kind of takes the fun out of fighting games in my opinion but it's it's for beginners it's for a beginner so i mean like i for someone who is a beginner again when it mm -hmm. came to marvel versus capcom i appreciated it and then but everybody's got to start somewhere I know, for sure. Like, right. At the same time, it's like when I went back and I'm like, oh, I'm doing those really good combos again in 3, mm -hmm. and I wanted to try and see if I can actually break through that mold. But it's like when it's locked on easy combo, mm -hmm. you cannot unlock it with a demo. And I was right. really, I didn't, I didn't appreciate that because I'm like, I wanted to fool around and beat up the jobber characters that he gave you. Like right. The stupid, like, oh, I'm just henchmen. And I wanted to see some cool combos because it gave me a lot of the characters I used to play. Because right. I was excited that our Arthur came back. I like Ghosts and Goblins or Ghosts and Ghouls, whichever the... Ghosts and Ghouls, but yes. I liked him in 3. He's actually one of the main characters I play in 3. It's My team is him, Hagar, and some other Marvel character. Like random 
Marvel character, but yeah. like that was it. But like when they came out, I'm like, oh cool, I get to play as Arthur and see what he can do. I was only stuck doing this easy combo, and I didn't and I didn't like it, so I just deleted the uh, demo, and I'm like, I'm not gonna play this game. I'm not gonna buy this game. Right. And the roster for me is the biggest thing because yeah. I actually played Infinite, and it plays great. The tag system's pretty good. The gameplay itself is great. I've never really played a two-on-two kind of tag game before. Like, again, I just recently played the first Marvel vs. Capcom. This game plays amazing, which makes me more depressed that everything in this game sucks Mm -hmm. besides the actual gameplay, which everyone can say, well, if the gameplay is fine, it should be fine. Yes and no, but if it doesn't look good, which it doesn't, these DLC characters on my screen right here, Monster Hunter, Black Panther, and Sigma... Those are the best-looking characters right now. They look fantastic, and I'm really mad that they look more fantastic than the actual roster. You know what? I would argue that they actually put more emphasis on the character designs towards Marvel. Oh, for sure. Than they did for Capcom characters. Did you see how Sean Lee looked at E3? That's what I was referencing earlier, and when I talked about oh. you know it looking like a PlayStation One cover for a video game, it did not look good at all. At all. You know, King of Fighters 14, you can bag on it all you want. At least they actually came out with an update to up the ante on their characters. Well, they did with Chun-Li. Yes. Only Chun-Li. Only Chun-Li. That's Capcom's princess. Why did you make her look bad? Oh, please. <laughs> oh, please. No, it, it, she is. Like, don't don't try to be like, no, she's I, not. I understand. I, I thought it was Roll for the longest time. but Well, not she currently is Capcom's princess. Right. And it's like, you made her look horrifying. Mm-hmm. And it's like, now she looks great. But it's like, they only worked on her. Everyone else still kind of looks kind of Like wonky. garbage. There are some characters that look okay. Jetta looks great. He's the only other really good looking Capcom Dante character. looks awful. Dante looks awful. And he was one of the best characters in Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Yeah, I like playing he as him. He looks awful. And he that's his coolest design, too, was from uh, Devil May Cry 3. Which is pretty much Devil May Cry 1, but whatever. <laughs> oh yeah i i mean zero and x look okay but i mean they're cartoony so it's like it's not that hard to mess up a yeah. cartoon yeah the marvel characters do look good but like some really look bad like um how can you mess up hulk you can't mess up hulk like you, you... no ryan raccoon looks horrifying though like he looks like a, a nightmare fuel like, that's what he looks like i never liked rocket raccoon but and i'm also just really sad because i'm looking at the roster for Marvel vs. Capcom 2, which is my personal favorite of the entire series. I own it. I mean, I used to own it, but it's too glitchy for me now, so I'm sad. 56 playable characters. Yes. And that's what I'm talking about, dude. And there is a bunch of characters that are so good in this game. Like, I can just tell you, I played as every single one of these characters. I was bad with almost all of them, but I still gave them a try. They're still great. And it still holds up to today. Might go home and play that after this. Oh, you're just gonna rub it in. <laughs> if you take, if you send a picture of you playing it, I'm finding someone else to do Iron Dead. All hell will break loose. <laughs> I'll just scream. <laughs> but like, I see this roster, and I look at this. Even with the 60 LC characters, that's 36 characters. That's not enough for me right now. It's not a lot of for characters for this kind of game. Because like, I don't. I mean, I'm looking at this roster screen right now. I don't think I have any characters I really want to play. I mean, sure, Arthur, but I can play him in three. Frank West, I can play him in three. Hagar, I can play him in three. I know. 
And the same thing with the Marvel side. I mean, sure, Ultron looks cool. He does look cool, and I do like the fact. I do appreciate the fact that they fused him with Sigma. Oh yeah, that, and the, the villain's cool. The, he looks awesome. He looks like one of the coolest sci-fi action figures that I never owned ever. <laughs> he looks awesome, which which again makes me sad that this. You know what? It also doesn't help too that uh, okay, Street Fighter Cross Tekken is another crossover title video game that includes Capcom characters, Street Fighter characters, and uh, Bandai Namco characters. Characters, um, so they released this video game, right? And it came out with a specific roster, which wasn't very much. It was maybe a handful of characters. Um, and then, as you could actually put the disc into a computer and look through the files on the computer, they actually had codes for other characters down, like embedded onto this disc. You just couldn't, you just couldn't play them. So. When they came out with the DLC characters, guess what? It was all the characters that they had codes for on, on, on the disc, on the video game. And that has hurt Capcom's reputation over and over and over again. Now Capcom is known as the, uh, silently, not publicly, silently to gamers at least, is known as the kind of like the, uh, the, the dry um, organization for fighting games. What I mean by that is it'll, it'll suck you dry. It'll take. It's just trying to take all of your monies. Which is sad. <laughs> just trying to take all your cash. Capcom is my favorite video game publisher. Yeah. And to, still to this day. And Resident know, Evil Seven was awesome. Yeah, like where, where's that Capcom? Right. Where Resident e Resident like, Evil Seven was awesome. Like, can we have those people who worked on that work on this, even though they're two completely two different genres? Right. Can we have those passionate people work on this game, please? Or you know, have Disney Marvel be like old school Marvel because they gave you everybody. Now yeah. it's like because Marvel Disney doesn't own rights to the X-Men characters. They, they can't put, put them in here anymore. They can't. I mean, they're working on it right now, but that's DLC. That's the whole point I'm trying to make. Like this roster is lazy. And here's the best way to describe it. This to like probably like end it like right here with this little, little rant I'm going to do. Let me just say this before you go on that rant. Go right ahead. It hurts me that I could not play as Wolverine for the first time in a Marvel versus Capcom title until this year. Mm -hmm. It hurt me. It hurt me so bad. I was just like, I can't play my favorite adamantium little berserker slasher with Ryu and, and X. I can't do this. Mm -hmm. Ugh, it just made it broke my heart. It breaks my heart too. Venom, I mean, I understand because Venom was out of three. And I'm mad he's a playable, he's a DLC character. And I'm mad because I'm going to buy this game when he's released. I'm <laughs> mad because I'm going to buy the crap out of this game when it's released, when he comes out, because I want to buy this game now because Black Panther and Sigma and the Monster Hunter, like if they, it was three on three, that's my team. The DLC characters, that's my team right yeah. now because they're brand new. They look cool. They play amazing. Like the trailers and like all the constant like footage that Capcom since recently put out last week. They are the best part of this game. The new characters are the best part. They look good, and it just blows my mind that these other 30 characters, not one of them looks interesting enough for me to be like, yeah, I'll throw down 60 bucks for this. No, not even once. Like, And the fact that I had to pay another $30 on top of that for the DLC characters infuriates me because all the good stuff is blocked behind a $30 paywall, and it just makes me mad. Sure, I did it with Street Fighter V. But the thing was, those characters in the long run were worth it because at least I had fight money, which was like in-game currency, so I had to pay zero for some of them. As we say in the gamer world, 
That's Capcom for you. Exactly. And it makes me <laughs> mad. Like, come on, Capcom. Like, Osteros not in this. And people really want Osteros from Osteros Wrath. Yes. People really wanted a lot of characters, and they didn't get any. No. And it's so mad. I don't want Dornamu back. I really didn't want Rocket Raccoon back. I really didn't want Thor. I didn't want Nova. I, I didn't want Gamora. I really didn't want Gamora. I hate the Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm sorry. <laughs> the movies are okay. The characters are stupid. Honestly, the only one I would have wanted in this game was Star Lord. Yeah. And he's or Drax. In... More so Star Lord because he's the he's the leader. Well, I Drax, would... big green guy with red tattoos, two we have two, Hulk. two daggers. We I have mean, Hulk. We're I know, good but with the green I mean, it's it's you know what's one more green person to another? Am I right? No, I refuse. <laughs> and it's like, and it just makes me mad because. This game's coming out, but the thing I'm really saying is, like, I gave this game a 7 out of 10, and here's the reasons of the three deductions. Yeah, actually, I wanted to talk about that before you got into the rating, because, uh, I mean, moderately, this game got some pretty decent reviews. Not, It wasn't the best fighting game ever. I feel it like, plays amazing. That's why they gave it the 7. Right. It's, I, it's not the best fighting game ever, but, you know, it, it's got... It's got a lot of holes that need to be patched up or that haven't been patched upon release. It's like got shotgunned. And it's yeah. Just, it's like, like so the wall looks like Swiss cheese and it's Marvel versus Capcom. But the gameplay, the solid gore gameplay is amazing. The 2v2, which I'm really unfamiliar with because I only play the 3v3 ones. They played around with it for, uh, if you guys are familiar with it, uh, they played around with it, excuse me, for Adika's uh, Street Fighter EX3, mm-hmm. where you could actually fight multiple characters on one screen, which was kind of fun. And it, and it works out well. Like, 2v2, so superior to 3v3. Like, I'll play Marvel vs. Capcom 2 and 3 again, but I'll be like, eh, it's not 2v2. Yeah, Guilty Gear Asuka was like that as well for the PlayStation 2. And I'm going to say right now, the reason I'm giving it a 7 out of 10 is because of this. This roster is lazy, number yes. one. Number two, somebody thought this was a good idea and didn't even want to fix it. And number three... The gaming community who bought this game on launch, you guys are part of the problem. Because if you guys keep saying that's Capcom for you, how about you protest the game? How about you boycott it? How about you don't buy it? Because it's, it's, it's got poor sales, but the fact that it has sales to begin with, it makes me mad. <laughs> because you're because in a way, you're rewarding their laziness. Yeah, I mean, if I look at the cover. I'm looking at the cover of the video game, and I'm looking at each character... They look like toys. They look bad. They don't. They don't even look good. They, they look like action figures. They look. Oh, it's just not good. Like um, the DLC is the best part of this game. And pretty much. These three characters. Maybe when you know the DLC finally comes out, maybe I'll give it a higher score. I feel like this year Tekken Seven is the best fighting game title. But between the two of these, between Injustice Two and Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, I think we're kind of leaning towards. Injustice Two being the superior it's, of these unfor- two. Unfortunately, no contest. Yeah, it's not. It, it blows it out of the it, water. It makes me just to say that. And they're and and I and we shouldn't be saying that because they're two totally different video games. They're two totally different video games. Two totally different companies with you know three or four or five <laughs> totally different crossovers and then between them. So you know what I should say? I should have a preference just because of how I liked how the games played. Right. That's my. That's be my preference. It shouldn't be. This game was successful. This game cared about its fans. Yes. Versus this game looks cheaply made. This game looks recycled as all hell. Yeah. It just. And it rushed. It rushed a project to come up with a, a product and yeah, it like, was garbage. It should garbage. be my preferences on why Injustice is better than, like Marvel versus Capcom Infinite. It shouldn't be. This game is just superior, not because of anything, but by it looks, by how it plays, by how everything is. 
$99 for Injustice 2 has kept me going for this year. It keeps me coming back. If I just played this game, if I even got the decent version without having a DLC for 60 bucks, I would have felt like I wasted my money. Yeah. And, like, that's not how I should feel. Like, however much I should play a game, it shouldn't be reflected it in the It should price. be worth the money that you're paying for is what exactly. you're saying. And it makes me sad that Marvel vs. Capcom is, like, a $20 game that they're selling for 60 You know what? They both ran an Unreal Engine, and which is which is the sad part. Mm-hmm. Like, graphically, that's the sad part. They look amazing. I mean, well, you said Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite plays amazing. It plays amazing. I think, it, I think it's fluid. I think it's solid. But, again, I noticed the, the, the delay in the combo, and I'm, I, I didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. But, I, again, I didn't like how – I'm not a fan of how slow-paced Injustice 2 is, but, I mean – I can't deny that they actually cared about their fans on this one. And they, they did. And, you know, like, I, and, I, and I'm happy that they did because I'm a DC fan more than a Marvel fan. And I love Marvel, but when DC is, like, doing a better job, it really brings that, you know, inner child out of me and say, yeah, DC's still on top. I am indifferent, so I can't. <laughs> I have my preferences. I can't that comment. Just... I do, too, but that's why I'm indifferent. <laughs> but, I mean, like, in terms of video games... Marvel vs. Capcom has always been better at D- than DC's fighting games. Like until just, now. Until until now, and that's not it shouldn't be the case. 2017 is ruining Capcom Marvel video games, and it makes me sad. So hopefully in 2018, maybe next year, I can say Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite got some good DLC. It got good patches. I want to say that, and I and I'm still hopeful that in six months from now... You'll want to buy Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. I would love... I would be completely okay with buying it. And I think that's the best way to leave off on this. Like, you guys got six months. You know, do good in six months, Capcom, and I'll buy your game. Or just buy Injustice 2. Because I waited a whole year for uh, Street Fighter V, and I thought it was worth it now. Yeah, I I didn't like Street Fighter V. I I thought Street Fighter IV was way better. But my favorite, Street Fighter, Street Fighter III, Third Strike, and then Street Fighter Alpha Three. Mine's Alpha Two, but... Same order, pretty yeah. much. And then uh, I'm a real big fan of the EX series, the Plus Alpha 2 EX series. Nostalgic, sentimental value. And but... now that Arika's coming up with their own yes. their own game again, that's great. Like... It's got, it doesn't have a title. For those for, for people who don't know what we're talking about, uh, Arika is a video game company that, I mean, they've they done some... Pro- for like 20 yeah, years. Yeah, they've done some projects here and there. They worked on Tekken for the 3DS, I mean, if you care, <laughs> right? Right? Ooh, handheld. They... <laughs> They worked on uh, Card Captor, uh, Sakura stuff, um, mm-hmm. but where, where they were most popular for is joining up with Capcom and making uh, Street Fighter EX, which was Street Fighter in 3D before Street Fighter 4 came out in the 90s. So it was actually a pretty cool. It was really cool to see. So I mean, Arika is coming out with a new video game with its EX characters, and it, they were just specific to that franchise. Yes. Like they, like Capcom had. They had borrowed. They borrowed the licenses from Street Fighter characters that Capcom mm-hmm. gave them permission to use, but Arika owned Arika specific characters. Yes, like Hulkdo and Kyrie and Defector Dark and George Genset. Skullomania is a very famous one. Um, but so yeah, I mean, in terms of uh, uh, characters, you won't see any Capcom characters in that. You'll just see Arika EX characters, which makes me so happy. And it doesn't even have a, a title yet. And it's still. <laughs> 
way better than both of these games And combined. it looks... Yeah, exactly. It looks better than both of these games. And it doesn't even have a name yet. And they're, so. they're going to release it cheap. I think their roster is like 10. That's like their predicted roster. It's There's a beta at the end of this month. I mean, at the end of this year, I'm sorry. Yes, and then they're going to... They're releasing it sometime early in 2018. It's going to have 10 characters. They might add more, they said, if, you know, it does well. They're going to sell it cheap, they said. This is a passion project. Like, why can't Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite be a passion project? <sighs> Injustice 2 is a very expensive passion project, but... Yeah. It's still like, why can't these two games be the Eureka fighting layer? Disney and WB. Listen to us. <laughs> they need no. They need to make money. <laughs> that's Shit. why. That's why these need to be more than passion projects, my man. <laughs> we'll make them expensive passion projects. So yeah. So anyway, superhero video games for 2017. Injustice Two knocks it out of the ballpark. Yes. And Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite doesn't completely strike out, but it just gets a single, and that's not what I want. I don't want a base hit. I want a home run. Right. Injustice Two Grand Slam base hit for. Infinite. They yeah. helped get the bases loaded for Injustice <laughs> and knock it out of the park. But so anyway, next week we're getting closer and closer to Halloween, so we might have some Halloween themed uh, episodes coming out. Maybe talk about our favorite horror movies if we have any, and then maybe we'll talk about some actual ghostly encounters that I've experienced in my small, small lifespan on Earth. Or we could talk about you know some awesome Batman Halloween comics. We can do that too. The Long Halloween. I do have the long Halloween. We can so. talk about that. So we'll we'll think about it. But we'll, of course, just expect the next two weeks to be Halloween-themed. So stay tuned, guys. This is Danny Nian at the, the Iron, Iron Den. Den. Have a good one, guys. Happy Friday the 13th.